so there was a guy in California who's like, I think he, they're investigating revoking his green card and they're trying to like deport him because mm-hmm. he said on Twitter like people would praise him if he assassinated Trump. Okay. And instantly I realized I was like, I should just like threaten Trump's life so I can get some like NSA action on my life because I'm looking to record like five minutes for like submissions. <laughs> And, like, it has to be the best quality. Like, it's got to be so much better than one of my friends just holding, a, like, my iPhone in the back of the room. Like, dude, this is going to be top like, notch. And to say talk- they got a van outside, like, they're doing 24-hour surveillance. So, like, I sure. could, like, just, like, reach out to them and be like, hey, guys, do you remember that funny thing I said when I was drunk and I forgot to put it, like, uh, in my Google Drive notes? Like, can you read that back to me so I can remember that joke? Mind Gap Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And oh boy, guys, we've got a very special person with us today. <laughs> I and seriously thought the way you changed that, I thought you had an accident or something. You're like, and guys, oh boy, oh, oh boy, something uh, happened. Something just happened. I may have just shit my pants. Uh, but no, you uh, you guys may have seen him around town. He's a very funny dude. He's doing stuff at Second City. He's doing stuff with brand new toys. He's doing stuff all over. Guys, welcome Tony McNamara. Nice, thank you, thank you. Please sit down. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's so thank you for thank you for being here, Tony. Dude, thanks for inviting me. Absolutely, it's a blast. It's uh, it's it's good to see you again. You and I did a little bit of conservatory together. Yeah. And uh, I've enjoyed uh, watching watching your stuff around the city. And we can talk obviously more plugs. Later at the yeah. end of the show, but uh, you know you're a funny dude. I so. got all kinds of outlets. <clears throat> yeah. He knows all sorts of people, and he knows all the peepees. And the humor will go down from here. Yeah. <laughs> it usually does, but that's okay, you know? That's not on you, it's on us. <laughs> It'll be on me. No, today. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to pass the blame completely. It's going to be a little on me, but mostly on we'll us. We'll share this burden, but whatever. It's fine. We'll get through it. I think I might have to start a feud with Jesse Kendall so we can like there we um, go because I listened to his episode today. Jesse, it's going, and it's going. So down. I'm going to try to get you guys some listens where people like have to listen to this, then listen to his episode. There we go. And I'll try to reference that to like just like calm out on like real BS, or I'll I'll just calm out on things he didn't say and see if people actually listen to the other episode. And they'll be like, no, he yeah. didn't actually say that. Yeah, well, Jesse's really obsessed with the JFK assassination. <laughs> That Tony guy's an asshole. He's a liar, or is he? Yeah, listen to the episode five before this, or however many to find out. JFK assassination. That's hilarious. So, random, but I thought this was a funny thing. This happened to me on my way home today, actually. Um, so, uh, I, take the, I was taking the red line home, and rush hour, trains pulling up in the station, packed car, packed car, packed car, the one right that stops in front of me, like only 50% full. I was like, yes! jackpot i don't i may just be able to get a seat or something walk in and it smells like shit there's a reason it was half empty. there was a reason why it was half empty and i should have red flag immediately called and the half of it that was full was just shit <laughs> well I, I walk in oh there's and, not a single person in here wow. just all this diarrhea <laughs> it's just poop everywhere <laughs> so and and i walk in and i just see like streaks of brown and there was like even a little puddle oh. on one of the uh, the seats, 
and I couldn't tell if it was vomit or poop. I didn't. I, and at I, that point, it really doesn't matter. Like to make that was, distinction, it was brutal. Like just really intense smell, and Ugh. like I, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna stay in here. Like I, you know what? I like the room. I like the fact that I don't have to fight anybody <laughs> for anything. I'm not gonna sit down anywhere, but I'm gonna stay here. Did you just start breathing through your mouth? Start breathing yeah. through my mouth. <clears throat> and my the rest of the train ride was probably one of the best train rides I've ever had because they went through the same thing I went through. Was we pull up at a busy stop and everyone's crowding around like, yeah, I'm getting in this one. Doors open and their face just <laughs> as they smell and they're like, <laughs> so like dry heaving. Yeah. And, like, covering their face or the last second going, I got to get out of here. And they just run. <laughs> or the best part was, like, people would be at the end of the other end of the car. And they'd be like, oh, sweet. There's some seats open over there. No one's sitting in them. So they'd be running up. They just hurriedly come up. And then they stop. And they look. And they see what's all over the seats. And then they just slowly, so, like, turn. Here, here's my question. Were you the only person in the car? No. <laughs> Great question. Great question. Were you, or I feel like even if there were people in the car, I feel like even though there was, like, Half the car, like half the car, had like the weird brown, like smell stuff. Uh-huh. Which, like, when you first described that, I was like, "That's like a time when you like, you're like, ooh, I hope it's blood." <laughs> like, so it's like not. <laughs> Please be blood. <laughs> Please be blood. At least like that's like not as bad. It's not shit. Um, but then it's like you still decide, like, even though half of it's not as bad, you stand on the side that's bad, like by that, yourself. I was doing that. Like, yes. and then that every station you pass, it's just you like grinning at people as they smell like the stench I was on. the closest to the crime scene if right. you will like I was I was pretty close to it I was just standing there because I'm like whatever and I just literally people would walk up to me I was like the last point of point of no return and they'd just be like uh-huh. and they just they see it and they turn and the best was to like watching these two old ladies walk in and they just look over and they, I just heard her go oh it's shit and they just turn around someone shit and then it's they shit <laughs> Kept walking you should oh, you should have pulled out your phone, man, and gotten oh, some of that video. God. That would have been fantastic. That's happened. not of the shit, but just yeah. of the reactions. Well, it was just funny to me because I was like, I love it when that happens because people get so uptight about that because it is gross. It's inconvenient. It's rush hour. You know, there's all these open seats, but don't don't sit on right. Them. And I'm just sitting there watching people get so pissed off over that, and I get pissed off over little things too. But I just could sit there and appreciate how gross it was, but at the same time, seeing these people just like. Oh my god, an empty train! Nice! And then, oh! Just the look of devastation on their face. Disappointment. Yeah. Because that happened once before, too. I came in on a train and there was like so many people packed in, but no one was sitting at these seats. And I was like, fuck yeah! I got a long way to go. I sit down and then I just smell this horrible smell. Like, what is that? There was a homeless guy. Who it had been raining. He'd gotten his feet wet. Wait, this was a different time? Different time. You decided to sit in the stinky car? (laughs) Yep. Stinky. And you don't like stinky? No, I, it, I, there are certain words like I was even thinking about today where it's like, even like the word like poop. Uh huh. It's like when you say that word, everything becomes about that word, like, because it's such a like distinct sound uh-huh. and it never flows naturally. That's unless you're like, ta- point, unless yeah. you're talking to like a child where you're like, did you make a poop? Like you can never be like, oh yeah. So then I pooped my pants. Like it has such a hard sound a to it. Po- stinky you, is definitely that stinky's way. Stinky is another way where it's like, oh, did you take take a stinky poop? And it's like, <laughs> and it, it's like, and it's so like, it stands out where like I, I like have to like like take a moment to like compose myself because I'm like, <laughs> like I've been hearing standups like they're like trying not to swear, but I'm like just say shit or like. <laughs> Like fecal matter, even like something, yeah. like something else. 
Like, it's amazing because like shit does sound a lot less abrasive. It sounds natural. It does. I, it's I, something you actually say. I'm I'm a fan of crap. I'll say crap, I'll say crap. Crap's a, lot. a yeah. good one. Crap too. works because again, Giant it, it, crap. I see yeah. what you're saying. Like stinky is first of all, it's two syllables and the K part of it, and then the STI part, like stinky. But it also has it also has a uh, a youth factor to yes. it. Like yeah. when you say it, it's almost as if like you put yourself mm, in the lesser position. Right. It's like you imagine yeah. yourself making that your your voice right. register goes. An up adult and goes, would say smells like shit. <laughs> Like, dude, that that like, fucking or that that fucking stinks. Smells you know? like a stinky pope. Like, yeah, right. like oh, ooh, that, that is stinky. Oh, that you're, yeah, yeah. I think stink, for me, yeah. it's it's the the connotation from like the youth. This, yeah, it's just like ooh, that's a stinky little poop. Because you you judge when you hear someone say that, you silently judge and go, How "Fucking old are you?" Yeah, because yeah, even stinky. and then like if you're an adult who smokes weed, at least you change it to like stank. That's stank ass shit right there. Put an accent on it. You're you good. You got like it can't just be like. You can't hit that innocent stinky like. <laughs> and I think you're right. Poop stinky, and what would be a, what would be another one that would be like that that has that youthful like that, yeah. that pulls you back. Yeah. Um, I just I know a lot of people Owie. have trouble with the word moist. Yeah, a lot of people don't like, but moist. I don't know why. I don't. I, mean, I don't get it. Or panties. I'm also a straight white male, so I don't know. <laughs> P- panties. I knew a guy that like hated that word. Yeah, I did. was that. Do we know? Oh, I've, yeah. I've heard people say yeah. they don't like that word too. Where it's like, I I don't get it. Right. I don't mind it, but a part of me kind of gets it because panties kind of sounds almost, almost childlike. Like, did you poop in your panties? Huh? You got poop in your panties? I don't think anyone's ever asked. <laughs> <laughs> no, you I think you get arrested if you ask that shit. That's what I'm saying. Is there's a creepiness factor to it? Like, honey, ooh. did you poop in your pants? <laughs> <laughs> That's like. <laughs> Did you make a, oh. a stinky poo in the pants? Like, oh. I don't think anyone that that well, sounds it's like it's so wrong. gross. Like, would like, you say that to your daughter? Did you did you poop in your panties? Yeah. Gross. <laughs> Why is that do you guys so gross? do you guys talk about how you're a dad a lot on this? Oh, uh, we actually it just, just started. It just happened. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's three weeks old today, so oh, it's whoa. just like a really very relatively. I didn't get the timeline. It's, <laughs> it's fine. We just our re- producer didn't fax that over to you. <laughs> no, you didn't get the facts. No, Doug, the producer, I didn't send the facts. My bad. I usually fax 72 hours in advance just to let people know what's going on with me. Just give the overall general. It's, all, you know. it's also, I don't have a landline. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, but seriously, going back to panties real quick here. I feel like <laughs> I, I feel like there's something that's like youthful about it that creeps people out where yeah. it's like, I'm going to take off my panties. You're like, please don't say that. Please don't. Please don't say it in that way because you, know, you can get panties in a pack of five at Target and something about that is just like, woof. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, I feel like the what, the way I've heard panties the most is like panty raids. Yeah, okay. saying that. So but, if you if you see, put it in conjunction with another word, it yeah, starts to like bad. that's that's not. But as that's bad. also panty, not panties. Panty raid, yeah. pantry, like not as bad. Not as bad, but you like, say panties. You can even store stuff because I feel like one. again, like your register has to go up, and you almost have to have a little bit of a southern accent and say panties. You got some panties over there. You taking them off? I think we're we're getting a little. I think we're like we're, projecting a lot on the sound. Yeah, we're we're getting an insight into some of uh, like you would pay some good money to talk to someone about. Maybe this. put a little bit of a lisp on it. And be like, yeah, it's mm, called a therapist. I, was, I like the smell of them panties. You know, you see, say, there's nothing. Say, try to say the word panties in a way that's like you know, like you're a president and you have to deliver some bad news about the panties. Oh, like a president. I was just gonna say Dude, it like presidents a, don't deliver bad. News. <laughs> right. What? Like when when like. At least now they don't. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they do, don't they? Like what? Like what? Like now oh, the press secretary no, would like be doing press, it. Press like yeah. they like deliver bad news, yeah. but even like 
they make statements on things, but true. but you know the news before it. You just wait for their true. like reply. Yeah, I guess I was thinking more of like you know Pearl Harbor where they. So like, the president you know, would never say panties. Dude. Yeah, okay. Just because like with the media, it's so different now. All right, cool. Like yeah, in the forties, yeah, maybe the president would go like Pearl Harbor's been bombed. I poop my yeah. pants. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this is a stinky situation. <laughs> We've got a sticky situation. But now, Pearl Obama would just bomb. like... All right, fine. Let's do... White House would tweet it. White, White House press secretary has to give us the bad news on the panties. How would he deliver that where it's like serious and you won't be like, ugh? Ladies and gentlemen, uh, at 3.45 this evening, uh, Mrs. Obama's panties were stolen from the <laughs> Oval like, Office where they I, were residing in President Obama's Can I drawer. make the move of just like take um, the speech from Independence Day <laughs> but substitute the word independence for panties and you got Today it. Today is our panties day! See, there Boom. you go. You win. There's, I, there's I, a president delivering the speech. You I got think it. if you yell it like that with some aggression it takes it out. I think it's like, you know... <laughs> Hashtag Bill Pullman. <laughs> Hashtag Bill Pullman's panties. Yeah. Hashtag, yeah. Hashtag he's coming back for... Independence no, let's throw Day. Uh, Paxton in there. Yeah, too, right. The, the, like, people get them confused a lot, all the time. Yeah, which is hilarious to me. Pullman's but, so much better. Uh, hundred percent. Well, I don't know. Paxton did have Hicks. No, he wasn't Hicks. He was. Uh, that was really dramatic. He was in Aliens. What was his character's name in Aliens? Oh, I have no idea. Oh, god damn it! Damn it! You failed us. Oh, I feel like the person that won Aliens was the alien. Like, cause mem- like even thinking of it, like I'm just wait, alien or aliens? Aliens, plural. James Cameron's. I don't know if I saw that. What? I'm trying to think. Tony. I must. I'm. Ooh, this is a tense. Didn't we have a topic for this? <laughs> <laughs> Good. On that segue. <laughs> on that segue. Like, wait, I don't want to. I don't want to fear I'm this. Sure, spe- was it whether I've seen a sequel? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? We have a topic we're supposed to be talking about today. <laughs> I'm gonna th- I'm gonna remember it at some point, man. I'll just yell it. Just just blurt can. it out like panties. All right, cool. Oh. Blurt it out like panties. So today uh, we were gonna talk about the uh, the idea of fate mm. and uh, whether or not we believe in it or mm. you know things of that nature. <clears throat> and uh, I did. A, I wouldn't say I did any research. I was gonna say, how do you research? I googled this topic? is fate real. And while uh, you talk, I'm gonna turn on some lights too because this this is getting just a got, little. It's getting it just a little, got dark all of a yeah. sudden, guys. It might be getting a little sexy in here. Oh. The sun's going down. Um, I, I by research, I googled "is fate real." Just kind of curious to see what would come you got up. A million churches, and there's well, the the top one was uh, debate.org, and they basically apparently this could website couldn't even get com. Couldn't like, even get com because org seems more you know uh, legitimate. Organized. Yeah, you know. So basically, they will pose a question, and you can either be on do you are you do you believe it's real or not? And I pulled a couple of. Uh, Interesting ones off there. Some of them were probably being silly, but uh, I thought they were kind of funny, so we can go through those. Uh, yeah, towards like the about end. like reasons why. Yeah, like the reasons why they believe it for, are for it or, or against it. All right, and some of them are like you know have some decent points, but one of them in particular is one of my favorites, and it's just it's very entertaining because <laughs> it's well point. Like no, it's dumb. Point. Oh, it's dumb. It's dumb, and I I I could I was like, part of me thinks this is this is like someone just being silly, but I'm like a part of me thinks. <laughs> This person is legitimately thinks this is real, and that's what's very entertaining to me. All right, let's hit it. So, uh, Tony, what do you think, man? Fate, you know, what do you I, think? I don't believe in it. All right, cool. <laughs> well, that was good. Thanks right. for joining us here at MindGap. Uh, we accomplished our mission, and uh, no, okay, go ahead. Why do you? Uh, why don't you believe in it? Um, I feel like, and um, with fate, it's something that people just go like, oh, like. It's something that was always going to happen. Mm-hmm. When I feel like that just takes credit away from people who've worked really hard. 
That's a really good way of wording it. It's like, eh, you're stealing people. Stealing it's like, credit. oh, it's your fate to like be on Broadway. And it's like, I don't know. That person went to like thousands of auditions and yeah. like studied musical theater um, and did so much. Uh, and and then people are like, oh, like it was in the stars, and it's like, no, it was in him learning his lines, like or her. Let me jump. <laughs> let me jump in as devil's advocate real quick. By just, the way, Justin's good at devil's advocate. Just so you know, he, this is what he does for a living. Nice. He's literally a living. Yeah. Are you the devil? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he's his advocate. No, I just advocate oh, for him. Yeah. yeah, I'm just his lobbyist. I'm just yeah. I'm I'm his, I'm his press secretary. I didn't know yeah. you knew worked for the Republicans. <laughs> oh, catch you. That's a joke noise. Let's go. I should be. I'm Bill Maher. <laughs> um, so, so working hard versus fate. Then, like, what about the people who do work their asses off at stuff, and it never happens for them? Uh, I like, think- it's just just hard work alone doesn't necessarily mean no. that you make it there. So, couldn't couldn't it be argued that it's not just the hard work by itself that makes them get I, to Broadway? I think it's like uh, hard work and luck. Because mm. I feel like luck's different. So than what's fate. the yeah? So what's the no, that's good. Yeah, I've I figured that would probably come up, and we should probably define what we yeah, think like, the difference is between luck and fate. And not to put, you, but just like a or general coincidence, of what, coincidence yeah. and fate yeah. too. Um, I feel like I put fate more in like the idea of like predestination. Sure. It, it. I feel like it's talked about in a similar way, whereas luck is kind of like roll the dice, like a momentary thing. Mm-hmm. Like it was like, boy, it was lucky that I met you that time because we're having so much fun, like on this vacation. I see something. what you're saying. Okay. I feel like fate is like. We were always meant to have this vacation. Right. Like a fate is like an end point. Luck is like a point in the middle that like leads to something. Sure. And would you lump co- luck in with coincidence as well? Yeah. Cool. I would I say they're would like interchangeable. Yeah. Cool. And so it's something that that there there's never with luck. There's a chance. It's it's a like a flip of the coin fifty fifty. Mm-hmm. It could or it could not happen with fate. There it takes away that chance. And it's it was predetermined yeah. if whether or not this this was always going to happen, regardless of the circumstances, it was going to find its way to this end point at yeah. some point. Because I feel like fate's like very much in like Greek tragedy and stuff, where yeah. it's like this guy was always like he had so much like pride, he was always bound to like die. It's like I don't know, some people like have a kid and then they're like, hey, I'm gonna. He like. pointed at me when he said that, by the way. <laughs> um, some people have a kid. This guy, yeah, and then um, they stop talking about panties and. <laughs> Or, or they uh, or don't. Yeah, <laughs> um, Doug has never talked this much about painting his painting his, his life since never. he had a kid until now. Anyone in Chicago has <laughs> <laughs> so true. Time. Um, uh, what was? Um, I feel like I was making a point yeah. and I forgot it. You were talking about uh, uh, pre-de- was Hudson. Hudson. That's his name from Aliens. There it is. Fucking got it. Yes. Hudson. Sorry, that's been just sticking in my brain. I'm like, all of a sudden, like it ends with S O N. Hudson. Sorry. Doug can nice. join us in the conversation now. Okay, yeah. guys, I'm I'm fully committed now. Let's do this. <laughs> I'm glad. Thank you, Doug. <laughs> Thank you, Doug. <laughs> no, you were saying uh, a Greek tragedy. Uh, You're reporting to Doug at uh, sometimes oh, people have a kid. Yeah. Um. So it's one of those things where it's always like people are like bound to like. It's like they're if they're like a bad person, even if they try to do right, then they're always like they're like fated to like do something shitty again. Sure. But I feel like that's not the case. Like and yeah. I think people do have tendencies where oh, like yeah. it is something like um it, like p- people it's that type of thing where you're like, Oh, that guy's been like awful in relationships in the past and then he's dating a friend of yours and you're like, I don't know if people really change. But sometimes they, like, make an effort. And it's not always the case, but I feel like it can't be like, 
oh, well, that was fate. He was going to, like, cheat on somebody or something. Yeah, I, I doubt. I don't, if someone attaches fate with, with fidelity, I'd <laughs> yeah. be like, no, I don't he think was, so. Yeah. He was he was destined yeah. to cheat on me. <laughs> the god said he would get blown by a hooker. Like. <laughs> <coughs> it wasn't me. It was the fate of my penis. Yeah. I just happened to be attached to it. I couldn't do anything about it. Babe. Sorry. <laughs> babe. Are you going to question the fate of my dick? <laughs> Come on, babe. You fate know better, babe. Dick. My fate yeah. of my dick. Um, <laughs> but I see. I think that's interesting because I, <clears throat> I go back and forth on the idea of fate because, is it as as a collective? Like you know, you hear enough people talk about something and it, it becomes hard to uh, or, or talk about like a feeling or an experience. It becomes hard to start to disprove that. Like there's the the more people that start to experience something, and the people who talk about like they've had that feeling that they have wanted to like. I knew I was I was drawn in this direction, or I, I had I always had a, a, a like a, an inkling that I was going to do this or something like that, something pulling them in that direction, and that's where that that's where my thought of like the the possibility of fate starts to get turned back around on onto the, the the plausible side. Like, if see, I would just chalk that, that up. I just chalk that up to ghosts. You just chalk that up to ghosts. Ghosts are pulling yeah. people where they need to well, be. Well, I think my my other thing, which might lead me to this, is like I don't believe in God. Okay. So I think a lot of fate is kind of intertwined with the idea of there wow, being like when an we end almighty... With our, like, uh, when we end with our prayer at the end of this, this is going to be really weird. Yeah, I, I just thought that too. Sorry. Don't worry. I'll just talk about <laughs> science the whole time. <laughs> I'll hold your hands, but I'm going to talk about science the whole I'll, fucking time. I'll just say keywords. <laughs> Evolution. <laughs> Big Bang. <laughs> Charles Darwin. <laughs> Adams. I don't know. That's those science, right? Leviticus right. is bullshit. <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted both of you for the sake of jokes. Talks about shrimp and gay marriage. Come on. (laughs) Get at both. We know where this guy sits. I'm sorry. It's shrimp org. (laughs) (laughs) So let me ask you this. So obviously I'm I'm not very religious either. So like I... I are you, when you say, are you like agnostic? I'm more religious? agnostic. Okay. And I, I Define think, that for me, though, because I've heard, I, I actually have heard some people <laughs> give different, different, like, they're like, I'm agnostic, and that means something different to them than it means to this person. Yeah, it's like, it this, says the same thing. So, what does it mean to you? To me, it's like the step before atheism. Like, for me, it's more wishful thinking as an agnostic, where I don't necessarily believe in, like, a God, so to speak, but I definitely wouldn't be opposed to believing that there's a force of nature mm-hmm. or some sort of, like, um, Force that we don't understand that, like maybe like something that has allowed itself to be to be the the Big Bang or something like that that allowed that to create. But I don't imagine a white dude in a beard going ta da and like pointing and having stuff happen. But maybe well, no, she would never wear have a beard. You're right; she wouldn't do that. My bad. Yeah, she knows enough to shave it. That's right. She's she's on board with that. So, but I believe enough. I think in there's probably some stuff like nature and things like that that we don't fully understand. But I don't look at that to believe like. Yes, I have to worship this thing on Sundays, or I'm going to this place where I'll burn internal, eternally. Yeah, for I think I agree right. with you. I just call it atheism. Yeah, like, so for me, it's just a slightly different. I wouldn't say I'm full blown atheist, but if someone's like, "You're an atheist," I wouldn't be like, "Eh, I'm offended." I'd be like, "Eh, probably." <laughs> I know <laughs> it was um, one of the reasons I like started saying I'm an atheist is just I heard a quote I forget from someone. I'll say it was Churchill because why not? <laughs> it's not Churchill, but I just like attributing. It was Hudson. Things. Hudson. I just like attributing aliens. things to Churchill. <laughs> Because um, I feel like there are a bunch of like quotes that people are just like, yeah, Churchill said it. Yeah, sure. It's, and it then if he, he came back, he's like, I said, what? <laughs> um, and it's just the idea where it's like, maybe it was Vonnegut? I don't know. Something. It was Churchill. We yeah. determined it. It was, uh, yeah, Kurt Churchill Vonnegut, possibly. <laughs> um, 
And it was just like being an uh, like um, being agnostic is being lazy. It's yeah. like make a choice. Like because ah, it's either like because it's the easy choice being like I don't know but maybe yeah and it's like I don't like how do you actually feel do you yeah. believe in God no yes or no? no and it's like no you like you believe there are like weird forces and things happen and you don't know why yeah but there's not an all knowing power that controls yeah I don't subscribe myself to any sort of like organized religion or anything like that I've just yeah that definitely doesn't. That's not who I am. Trying like but disorganized, like homeless street preachers. Now we're talking. Now, oh, now dude, we're talking. I'm telling you, there's there's one dude on State Street. Have yep. you passed him? He's always oh, yeah. got his little megaphone out. Yep. He's I got feel his- like I've I saw a picture of him, and someone was talking about after the Trump protest. Yep. Someone showed him. He he like started going around as a meme because someone's like, "You don't think Chicago tolerates free speech?" And it showed a picture of that dude, <laughs> yes. like with his megaphone. Yeah. And I'm assuming he just says hateful things about everyone. No, no, no. This guy's this guy's all all about the the word of God and like. Oh, maybe yeah. it's someone else. And he comes. He, he actually, I, I no, caught him it down. Was, it was I saw which I, what you were talking about. It is that guy. He has, he has PA system. And he just rolls around, but he's oh, so maybe it was just yeah. them saying like people are allowed to speak however they yeah, want, yeah, wherever yeah. they want. Yeah. And cool. I saw him actually down here, but nice. he's, yeah, but like I've I. I see him out everywhere and he I've never seen anyone stop yeah. like and he's always got he's always got like stacks of pamphlets and shit and I'm always like, like give him, him my have- number so I can like direct him, <laughs> like, give him a sh- I would love to see the conversation like that 20, happens between 20 bucks an hour I'll, I'll get him some fucking followers nice that's I for the that. listeners if you got an organize <laughs> you got religion you want to start pitching um, I'll rent some space at the annoyance theater <laughs> I'll also teach you how to do with the proper opening. No, I didn't. I didn't make a herald team. <laughs> that reminds me. Actually, we were talking about that yesterday in the mail. Um, someone in our apartment just did yes, you get those two? I got yes. We, there was there was the book. Yeah, the, uh, the, something about the end of the world. Oh like my god, I, I didn't threw, get this. I threw so. it out. I kept one for just for. I'm like, I'm curious. I want to thumb through this. I tried. Sort of I tried to read here. it. There's no author. Yeah, on the book. I looked yeah. in every like every place that it would be. Bad, like the inside three pages in. Uh, what was no. the copyright? I, I, honestly, I don't remember. They didn't get a copyright. I don't remember. That's an it opportunity says, for us to capitalize. <laughs> it says eleven ninety eleven dollars and ninety nine cents on it. it eleven dollars ninety nine. Someone spent it's a, over ten bucks, and they're giving this out for free without an offer. Dude, I got two because Jill and I both live it in had, the same. It had chess pieces on it, right? Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what? and it was basically about like how we've all done wrong and how we're gonna die. Like basically how it's gonna end. Love Jesus, and you're gonna die. And here's the thing: uh, it, it it had to be done through the mail carriers. Because it was our, in everyone's, it was in my mailbox. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. our 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 guys at the front desk, I laughed to go, "How much shit have you guys been getting from people today?" Because yeah. I I live right across the street over there from Justin, and like I, there's just older condo owners, and they just bitch about everything. <laughs> That's so great. I was like, I walked up, I go, "Hey man, how much shit have you been getting about this?" He goes, "Oh, you have no idea." I'm like, <laughs> just out of curiosity, I was like. How would how, he goes? I have no idea. He goes. The only way I could think of is if it was the mail carrier, which is illegal yeah. because you just can't dump that kind of stuff in people's <laughs> mail because there's no uh, no uh, address. No, there's nothing. There's nothing on it. Whoa. He goes. Second of all, he's like the only other way would be is if someone somehow got the key snuck in there and did that. But since it's happened, it's multiple in multiple buildings. places. It's got to be someone through the mail. It has just going, to be someone through the mail. <laughs> Finally, I was published, Mom. Read my books, bitches. Well, I walked into our mail room and I there was on. So we've got uh, an island in the center, and it uh, it's it's rather large. And I the, the mound of books <laughs> on there, mound of books. And I was like, oh, someone. And, and approaching it, I couldn't see that they were all the same ones. So I'm like, oh, cool. Someone's just unloading books. I'll go over and take a look and see like if there's anything cool in there. 
And I saw that it's like all the same book. And I picked one up. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Flipped through it. I'm like, all right, forget this. Went to my mailbox, opened it up, and there's the book. And I'm like, ah. ah. So everyone has just been like, nope. <laughs> just throwing it by this island. That's And awesome. so, like, the janitor probably, or the maintenance guy probably just had to come in and, like, clean the... I felt bad for them, man, because they had to fucking deal well, with the same shit. thing, like, the people were stacking up in my yeah. room. I put it at least in the recycling I do. Uh, no one ever thinks about, like, the recycling centers no. that, like, have to deal with right. all the pamphlets that get, no like, shit. caused. Oh, the, the political pamphlets that come like, out Like, political, sh- oh, religious. God. The jewel um, goddamn things. Jewel, fuck you. Don't send me shit. Right. I don't want it. You know where it's going? The goddamn recycling bin. Do you know how I vote? Which, Whoever sends me the least number of flyers in the mail. That's right. Like, that's how I vote. I'm it's like, opposite who's, who's, who's He's pissed like, me who, off the most? When I go to the polling station and I don't know who you are, I'm going to vote for you because you haven't bugged me. Right. Exactly. <laughs> really. Have I seen and your name on a flyer? No? Great. You got my vote. <laughs> Done. It's the opposite of how everything else works in the world with advertising. <laughs> right, right. If I don't know about you, I'm going to try you. Like, <laughs> I did. I, I voted for someone because it was the only name I knew. It wasn't, um, it wasn't for... Uh, Democratic primary. You don't Ooh, have to. You bomb don't, drop. You don't I know have. y'all were thinking I was a big uh, Rubio fan. <laughs> He's out of the race as of t- yesterday, I think. Oh, um, yeah. But uh, I, I vote for Tammy Duckworth. Okay. Because I, I was like, I remember a commercial she was in. <laughs> and I realized, I was like, I'm the problem. Because <laughs> I, real, like, I was like... Cool, because my big thing going in, I, I was like, it. do I go Bernie or Hillary? Because it was like kind of weighing yeah. on me. Like I was like, overall, I agree with Bernie more. Yeah. But I also don't think he can win. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he'd be a good president, yeah. but I like ideas he has. Sure. Um, I like the conversation he starts. I think yeah. that's the thing that I'm, I'm, I dig on the most is the fact that he actually is like, let's fucking talk about the elephants in the room here. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And he like, and he drops 1% so hard. It's like. <laughs> really does. The 1%. The 1%. Yeah. The one percent. Um, I also just love impression. Jewish people, so I think that's <laughs> part of it too. Like, I'm like, it's most of the TV I watch. Have you seen Larry David do him on SNL? <laughs> yeah, it's fucking amazing. I also, I'm scared of having to have Larry David on SNL for four years. <laughs> like, become a cast member essentially. Yeah, I yeah. don't know if I like that. Show some allegiance. No, he was a writer for. And now I'm trying to think. Did he also write for Fridays? The like um, I don't. Did, the, was he a, an SNL writer though? He was an SNL writer because they okay. based episode of Seinfeld on George like um, quitting, then coming back the next week on okay. Larry David at SNL. Really? I guess he he like at SNL. Larry David just like was like, "That's it, I quit." And then he was like, "Oh no, I need to pay rent." And he just showed up on Monday, <laughs> hey, and, and like no one like had discontinued anything, and he just like went about like he had never quit, <laughs> even though I guess he like, I think he like quit in front of like all the writers, <laughs> and then he just showed up and he got like a couple weird glances. Then they were like, "Okay, whatever." whatever. Yeah. And then he still never got a sketch on. <laughs> <laughs> but by God, he had the last laugh when he was Bernie. Am I right? No. Yeah, I don't know if he wrote for Fridays though. That's a that's a good question. I'm trying. I maybe it was someone like him. Maybe I'm thinking I mean, Michael, it was like Michael, Michael Richards. He was on it. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. He was a, he was a cast member. And on then Fridays. Co- Kaufman did that one episode of it of Fridays or yeah. SNL, right? Fridays. I think he did SNL. I don't well, know didn't if he, he did do Friday. the fight with like Michael Richards on Fridays? Oh, did he? I don't know. Where he like pretended like he wasn't reading the cue card, then they like broke on air and like got into that a fight. That was like the sounds, known moment from the show. That sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was Kaufman. Okay. I don't know anything you guys are talking about at all. I don't follow uh, Andrew hell? Kaufman, What's, the absurdist comedian. I know Andrew Kaufman. What the hell's Fridays? Like the, it was, the it was restaurant? a TV show when Saturday Night Live like came out. There was like a competitor that was Fridays uh, on Friday nights. Michael Richards. That's where he got to start. Gotcha. Yeah, 
Yeah. Oh, he didn't get a start like down the south wearing like white hoods and stuff like that. No, he did not. Oh, he did he that was, later in life. He had like a breakdown. I don't <laughs> think he was a clan member. He had a pretty big breakdown, unfortunately. Yeah, and I think it was bad, but I think it's it was also the type of thing of like him just like I I feel like he he does have racist tendencies, but mm-hmm. I think it was overblown in that moment. I, and I think like, he had a meltdown and that became part of it. Yeah. I think what it was I'm also is, a straight white male. <laughs> <laughs> My thing was, like, the more that I've done comedy, I realized, and I've heard other comedians obviously weigh in on this, but, like, my favorite one was Dave Chappelle, where it was, like, Dave Chappelle was, like, as a black man, I was, like, God damn, Kramer. Because as a, as a stand-up, I was, like, hang in there, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's it. If you've, like, ever performed, there's a weird part of you, which, yeah. like, you're, like, ooh, Kind of get where you I guess I the, get the emotion that led to that where the snowball happened, like where yeah. it just started, like it got out of control. Yeah, because I mean, we can also look at Bill Burr's meltdown in Philly and be like, we can applaud him for him doing that. And I think that's what Michael Richards was trying to do was trying to be like, right, hey, he would, listen here and grab control of the room, right. but he did it in the worst way possible. Oh yeah, no, and yeah, he yeah, missed. I do have a thing I tell people, and it's kind of a joke, but also serious. Where I'm like, the way you do an improv show. Is like for people like because everyone's seen like with like improv any performance any creative art or anything you've seen a million bad sure. examples of mm-hmm. it. That's why when something's like good or like really resonates with you, it like blows your mind. Yeah, because you're like I didn't know this was possible. I saw a thousand awful things that led to this. Um, but it was oh my god, where was I going with this? Um, so oh, it's just in an improv show. Don't say the N-word. <laughs> Quite simply, yeah. That's like my one rule of improv. Well, well okay. It's now, like if, seen... if, if, if you like just don't say the N-word and then people are like, oh, yeah, they're just like they're learning. They're not that good as performers, but like hopefully they'll get there if they keep at it. But if you drop the N-word instantly, it it makes the conversation racial where you're like, yeah. oh, my God, the racial insensitivity of that sure. show. Yeah. Instead of just like. Oh, so those people, like, I don't know, they should spend an extra $2,000 on classes. <laughs> like, it it should be that conversation after a bad set. Or like, oh, they're figuring out they're nervous. We've sure. all been nervous on stage before. But right. once you drop yeah. the N-word, then it becomes a whole different point of view. And you can't help but look at it from a different lens where now it's a white person on stage saying <laughs> the N-word out of fear, which is like, the South during segregation. Have, have yeah. you actually witnessed that in an improv show? Because I've seen a decent, not as much as you guys have, obviously, mm-hmm. but I've seen a decent amount of improv shows, and I, I have yet to see someone go there. Well, let me ask that. If you've never heard someone do that, what's the worst thing you've seen on stage? It would be something I've done. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you say that? You've never seen anyone do anything worse than you? Um, or are you just being hard on yourself? No, and when I say um, in college... I- <laughs> yes, let's Why do this. Let me talk about my college improv days. Yes. Oh, yeah. um, I was part of a group called IWA. Improv with Ed. Hey, all right. Right? All right. Um, so, it, and uh, we would like, during rehearsals, it was like, what was weird about it is it was a group that was started because they had like a family-friendly short-form group on campus because mm-hmm. they realized they could book outside gigs if they advertised themselves as family-friendly. But at some point, and we came in at the late stages of this, this, and when I was in it, we started changing into something else. Like, the groups are now called Toast. Okay. okay. Just because it's like, let's not use IWA. <laughs> and the only reason the group stayed IWA when I was there was we had so many stickers we never handed out. <laughs> like, someone, like, got a really good deal on stickers, and we're like, well, are we going to waste the stickers? <laughs> we got to use the stickers. Well, we're like, kind of locked into this. Yeah, like, yeah. promoting, like, takes money, and, like... <laughs> 
We already bought these. So at one point, we thought it was the clever idea of being like, well, we'll be IWA, but it's like KFC doesn't mean Kentucky Fried Chicken anymore. <laughs> it's that like weird, ra- like, um, sure, how like, MTV's not yeah, rationalizing, yeah. like, appropriating someone else's culture. Sure. But, <laughs> um, but we would do shows that were like, we like kind of pride ourselves as 20 year old college guys, is like doing like 20 year old straight white college dudes doing like edgy shows. Uh-huh. Um, and they like the ones that were edgy weren't good. It was always more fun, like when it was something that was just like d- dumb and fun. G- give me an example of one of your edgy shows. Um, in one show, I got uh, a stripper gave me what was called a razor job with her elbow. What is that? Um, there were razors in her elbow, and she was just jerking me off with her <laughs> <elbow>. <laughs> to an audience of five people. <laughs> Oh that is God. such a complicated process. <laughs> but it was, like, cool because, like, the stripper character, like, had graduated from Harvard at 14. <laughs> no, so I'm she kidding. was smart. I was like, oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, so she, like, she knew what she was doing during the research <laughs> job. No, it's one of those things where it's, like, and it, it's so bad. But it's just one of those things where it's, like, you're learning at improv. Sure. Got a bunch of people. And it's a dumb, funny thought. Like, yeah, it's yeah, something yeah. that, like, is silly. And they were, like, oh, like, in improv, you want to follow the fun. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of, like. Well, you have razors in your elbow. Why? And then instantly it's like, oh, it's sexual. <laughs> like, you jump right to that. Right, and, right. like, being in a strip club, too, like, kind of leads to, like, sexual, like, scenes. It's where you see, like, a conversation about fate in a strip club. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Right? Nice. I like that. <laughs> so it's not like, was I, like, predestined to, like, pay $20 right now for a lap dance? For blue balls? Yeah. For blue balls, Yeah. <laughs> I think the worst I ever I, – I think the, the, the most recent one I think of for improv sake uh, was there was these guys at the show, and um, they weren't very good in general. They were just, like, low energy, and, like, it was kind of, like, struggling to get around. And then towards the end of their set, this guy uh, played a son, and, you know, there was a father and a mother as well. And he's, like – he turns to his mom. He's, like, Mom, I liked you better when Dad used to beat you. And it was just like crickets in the audience. <laughs> and I was sitting there going, whoa, okay, <laughs> this guy's trying to be edgy right now. And they got themselves out of it. They were like, okay, cool, da 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 And they started yeah, the focusing. Yeah, the mom started beating him. It the, was cool. The focus was like changed. And all of a sudden, like a couple minutes later, when they're out of the woods, he just goes, God, Dad, will you just start beating Mom? And I was just like... He just it's not just gonna premise isn't gonna work. Drop dove, it, dove drop right it. back into it. Just again, just crickets. See, and just, oh, my problem with like bad shows is they make me laugh harder than good shows. <laughs> <laughs> and so I've like, and it's always like a three second pause, mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and then, then I laugh. hear the audience silent, and that makes me laugh so hard. <laughs> But the problem is, I, I think do you physically I, break. I physically like I'll have to like walk out of rooms. I'm like <laughs> laughing so hard because there's something so funny where like. But the problem is, I'm scared. I'm like, I I want the performer to realize I'm laughing at them, <laughs> right? And you're like, I want the, because I'm that like, guy gets us. I'm like, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I want you to experience that shame and then realize I was laughing because of that feeling you put in the audience that like. The two people that paid for the show, instantly you ruined their date night. Like, you ruined so many parts of their evening. And for you, this is one of, like, shows you've done this week. But for them, this was, like, something they'll talk about at work. Right, right. Right? And I want you to feel the shame that you are, like, 
water cooler talk of just why improv is not an art form. But the problem is someone drops like, I like to bear when you beat mom, crickets, I die. Like, I start just, I go, ah! Like, it's like, it's it's like, just like, it's like, just like, I can't even control it, it from escaping. It's like the giggle, like the un- uncontrollable giggle laugh. You're just like, yeah, yeah. giggle, there's another word. Giggle, giggle, yeah. Yeah. Giggle, stinky panties. Poop, Ouchie. Poop. 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 Yeah. At, like Owie. I've, Owie, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Or ouchie. Yeah, I guess I that's... I think ouchie's probably a little bit more because it's got the... Ch- ouchie. It's like you can put E on the end of most things and it yeah. sounds childish. Yeah. Yeah. Fucky. Um, fucky, fucky. Now that's racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that just got racist you all just of a sudden. Just you, Don Rickles. <laughs> Come on, Kramer. <laughs> if I just would have said fucky once, I would have been okay, but I say fucky, fucky, and all of a sudden it's over. Stop yeah. saying it. Sorry. I just yeah. wanna I wanna see, I, I, see, see what I and do. And you said Michael Richards was part of the KKK. Right. And I just did exactly the what I just told my story about how the guy did the thing, it didn't work, and then I went then right back in and did it try again. To, you try to dig yourself out by digging yourself no, in. No, because it is that type of thing, like you you have the mentality, you're like, Oh well, I have to like commit to this. Right, right, right. You it, and you do. <laughs> well like, that's it, you no edgy choice. material has ever worked unless someone does commit to it. You it's just to, if it doesn't work, then you're fucked. Like the problem is people like to say things like a lot of performance and a lot of like even conversations and stuff. It's like things you've seen before. So you know how they go. Yeah. Like it's rare that someone just goes like, like it's something I do to my friend, um, Jake Grafstein all the time on stage. Like he loves making like, like dumb jokes, mm-hmm. um, in shows. And I love that too. And it's kind of the dynamic where it's like, we do, we'll do really dumb things. Like, once again, a more appropriate in black culture, we were in a two-man improv group called A. Murphy Raw <laughs> right. for a while because we thought it was real. We were just hoping we'd get sued by the Eddie Murphy estate at some point because that's like a sign of like making. I, I, I like <laughs> more than once in this podcast, you have mentioned the fact that you wanted to get in trouble so you could, yeah. so you could feel the validation of like oh, I've made it. I got in trouble. Yeah, I like that. Um, it's great because if, if, if it's the type of thing like you have to like kind of push stuff until someone's like that's not okay and then you're like ooh it affected them like you did something that did kind of like actually it's a fair point yeah you you did something interesting yeah. to a degree yeah. where it's like so many yeah like uh, poets that now are just like we forget that people like tried to like burn books yeah, yeah. like and stuff like that like beat poets like Ginsburg mm-hmm. and what like Howell mm-hmm. was like banned yeah and like Lenny Bruce, yeah, band, like sure, and and it's just so crazy where you're like, oh, that means you're like doing something. You're like pushing the right buttons if you if you're doing it intelligently, sure. But it's more when you someone's doing it as a fallback. That's the right, dilemma right. with like offensive material. Yeah, in general, it's how are they doing it? Are they doing it because they're like then going like, is it? Are they making a comment on race? Or do they know if they talk about race, people will react? Right. Yeah. Is it, so do, they, do they actually have something to say about it, or yeah. is it just talking for the sake of talking? Yeah. Are they going through this as an artist and trying to like create a conversation, or are they just being Donald Trump and basically just making yeah, a they, bunch of you know? There we go. I can say these things and people will talk. Right. And then yeah. I can just get on Twitter if they don't agree with me and be like, "Hey, you're a loser." Hey, and just call people jackasses and stuff and be like, "All right, well, I guess it's okay because you're a loser, Chicago." Right, yeah. Yeah, who then... You fucking losers. Well, I guess Illinois, like... Yeah. D- had him win the Republican primary. 
the, just the, the seething tone in your voice and that was what made me laugh. I considered you, voting. You did a, did a dramatic look at me. With like, like Bernie and oh. Hillary, mm-hmm. I was considering, I was like, I, I kind of was like toss up where I'm like voting for Bernie on principle, but I was like, I feel like Hillary's got a better chance. So yeah. I'm like, when I heard she won, I was kind of like, cool. Yeah. Like, sure. okay, I voted for the the person I feel is right. I can mm-hmm. also tell all my friends who are pro Bernie. I'm like, I voted for him. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, but Hillary got the like primary thing. So I'm kind of like, that's kind of who I was hoping for right, in right. a weird way. Um, but, uh, oh, I was considering voting like Republican just to take votes to take away. a vote away from Trump, but then I like didn't. I'm bad at math, so I like didn't know like how I could actually do it because Cruz is w- almost worse. Yeah, and his face is way worse. Yeah, it's like yeah. Trump has the bad hair. Cruz has like a face that's just atrocious. Oh, it yeah. is. It's disgusting. And like it looks like a blobfish. Yeah, and then yeah. like Rubio he's went, got that light smile. Right. It's, it's so gross. That sort of stuff where he's like, yeah. he would say the word panties and you're like. Oh, yep. He would say moist panties and he'd he would be, go. He'd be no. like, he would. He yeah. would have, he would, he would drive. That's a, how he conceived his kids. He, would, he would drive a windowless van. Just kept and just muttering like, that to himself in the mirror. <laughs> hey, y'all. Y'all got some moist panties. Yeah. And then the, like the lingering smile and you're like, oh, did you see that little gif of him like, like desperately trying to kiss like. A younger girl, like, well, it was his daughter. Was, was his that daughter. his daughter? Yeah, which which almost makes the clip less effective yeah. to me because I get it. Right. Like, Daughter's like, Dad, Doug get gets it. Yeah, yeah, it's, but, <laughs> yeah I, trust me, I get it. Right? Doesn't your three year old every time you go in and give her a kiss, she's like, Dad, yeah. stop it. But yeah, yeah she's the same speaking, time, she hates you, you're running for president. You. But it's like the thing that, <laughs> to, oh my God, I just had a thought of me running for president, just be like, ugh. Um, but the thing that was off putting about that was he went in for the first one. She rebuffed him, and he's like, uh-uh. He goes in for, like, a couple more well, times. Well, because it's a dad being like, I'm no, what, no, finish your peas. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like, the, the camera's watching. You must kiss me. Right. Let right. me put these two lips on your cheek. Right. Like, and then they, you will show me affection. Yeah. There are people here. <laughs> and then they showed the, the mashup clip from Alien 3, since we're on an alien kick, where, like, the alien's pressed up against Ripley's right, face. Right, right. And, like, it opens its mouth, and the claw comes out, and it's drooling all over her. And it was like, that was the same thing. We were watching. Was he trying to go? Well, someone Mark. online has to have done one where they put a gif of 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 <laughs> him coming out of his own mouth. Yeah, yeah. Um, I heard Jesse Kendall, huge Trump supporter. <laughs> he talked about it on the podcast. I, I half his podcast was him explaining why yeah. someone who is on a re- reality TV show who um, is running on like racist, like bigot, like platform. Um, should be the president of the United States. Yeah, he yeah. loves the fact that the uh, pro tanning league has gotten behind him and uh-huh. shown their support. What uh-huh. do you mean pro tanning league? There's like some sort of like group of people that are actually pro tanning that have like professional tanners that have actually like you know backed him up. So it's like that you know, would a lobbyist. Be like, dude, I'd love to be that lobbyist. <laughs> Right, Pro, like you just have to like. Oh no, 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 no! We're like against sunblock. Yeah, like we need tanning beds. Like we, we're part of the tanning uh, leagues of yeah. America. Like right. we no, need I'm, you to. We need more pollution, so more UV rays yeah. get in, and we can get tanner. Um, yeah, like melt that ice, melt that fucking ice, <laughs> melt it. Global warming is happening, and we're all for it. Just out with science. Yeah. Melt the ice, melt <laughs> Dude, the ice. There's um, there's a musician, uh, like a country singer. I'm forgetting his name. I need to learn it. Um. <laughs> It was he's in a documentary which like not a lot of people know about, but I love called um, Heartworn Highways. Okay. okay, where it's like got musicians like um, 
it's like kind of like outlaw country from the seventies. It's like Guy Clark, um, Towns Van Zant, um, uh, 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 and uh, there's someone else I'll think of. Hudson. I wish. <laughs> um, and uh, there's a guy in it who has a song called "Melt Not My Igloo." Where it's like him trying to do like a protest song in the seventies, like another example of a white person trying to speak for another Jesus like cultural Christ. and like at the and it's like an uh, an Eskimo writing a letter to a senator about how he should not m- melt not my igloo, and Jesus it's um Christ. and I like there's like um country the songs fuck? from the seventies which are like. So funny, like because they like it's 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 at a time when people would just it's that type of thing where now like you're like oh you can't say Oriental yeah right like there are just words that people were using that like now are just not cool so it's really hilarious to be like, like oh my god there's a there's a song I think it's Colorado Kool Aid uh-huh. it's like another country singer has a song my friend just played it for me and there's a part where the guy's just like yeah then my Mexican friend stabbed him <laughs> like it's just like straight up like so hard and it's like. And, but it's like it's not a song about how Mexicans are bad or anything like that. It's a cautionary tale, being like, "Don't talk shit to other people in a bar, or a Mexican might stab you." <laughs> and it like comes from a good place. <laughs> but at the same time, you hear that and you're like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa!" Like, what? Yo, no, no, then no, no, you no, start no. mouthing off to the Mexicans, <laughs> <laughs> and then Trump said to send them all home. Like, <laughs> oh my god. That's amazing. And, and, I love it's and he'll the, build I, the wall. old like country songs are amazing like that. I wonder how many old country songs you could pull up and match the lyrics to what Donald Trump is petitioning on right or See country right music now. um over there's only one example my mom like pointed out and this like came out like late 90s early 2000s which was a country song called I hate rap. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you could listen to the song just replace rap with black and you get the, and that's what the song actually meant. Sure, yeah. It's like I hate rap. Don't like uh baggy jeans or backwards hats. I hate rap. Like that was like <laughs> this and, but they were kind of rapping right. the song. <laughs> it's like kind of that like weird like word spoken word rap yeah, like yeah, country yeah. thing where they're like talk singing. Yeah. So he was rapping. <laughs> And he's just, but he meant black. Oh, but yeah. They were like, um, maybe you should change. It's a very, it. very, very thin veil over what he actually meant. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't like voodoo or foo boo. I hate rap. Like it was like that type of thing. Like so bad. Oh my god, that's amazing. So Justin, do you believe in fate? <laughs> <laughs> right turn. I did it quickly. You did. You like it's like ripping off a band aid. Do I yep. believe in fate? Yes. Um. I don't know. Like that's one of those things really? where I'm I'm agnostic. I don't know. Really? Like, I'm, okay. I, I haven't Interesting. Met, I'm lazy. I haven't decided. See, I I think fate is something so tied to religion. Yeah, and I think it is that idea. But of, I'm like, super not religious. Like that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I think I I feel like and I might totally understand fate wrong. I feel like I, it's like the ending of plays and books and stuff is mm-hmm. my understanding of fate. My where, understanding is that it's like people are on a predestined track and yeah. they run on that track. And and they there's no moving from it. But that's the type of thing where I'm like, I don't feel like it was fate that I would bring up the song I hate rap in this conversation, <laughs> right? Like, well, let's that brings up a different question. Then, and like, is can, it like, are there only specific things that can be fate? Exactly. Yeah. Can fate come in and out of like existence or being, like, if you will, like, because like it's not fate that you brought that up, but maybe it, it, would it be you know when you. Is it when fate you walk that out the those front door, musicians will listen to this podcast because of how many listeners you have after this episode. Exactly. Yeah. yeah absolutely. <laughs> yes. 
Or like, is it fate that, you know, you turn right when you walk out of my building and not left and, you know, uh, just to the left of my building, a, a car, you know, runs into the, you know, uh, the side of the wall or the building or something like that. You know, like you just narrowly miss something. Like, is fate on, can fate come in and out of your life? But I feel like factors of fate like that, it's mm-hmm. like, then is the dude who hit the wall, was that fate? Like That's a him, great point, like, actually. Yeah. Is fate just like how you view the world, like you surviving? Like, oh, it's fate. That and fate's one of those things. It's like fate only happens like when you like survive or something good happens. Right. Like actually, that's a good point. Yeah. Like I guess or whenever someone says fate, they were never like, oh, um, my dad died from cancer. That was fate. Fate. Like no, well, it's a fucking awful disease that came about. What will come after that is everything happens for a reason. That's right. Which again is fate. But those I I look at this like like the ripple, like almost like the butterfly effect. Like it ripples through. Like well, you know, you didn't get killed by the car crash, but that guy swerved out of the way. Like it it starts. I do like the idea that it's like there is like kind of a spectrum where it's like fate predestination is like one end of it. Sure, sure. Everything is predetermined. It's already known to happen Mm -hmm. then you have like oh everything happens for a reason you're like oh we don't know what's gonna happen don't even know if there's like if it was supposed to happen but there's a reason it happened like there's a justification for it somehow and then you're like everything's random it's chaos sure Uh, for me i feel like i i've never liked the idea of fate because to me it always seemed like a cop-out it was like i I saw it a lot when i was growing up where people would They would accept the successes in their lives on their own merits, but then mm-hmm. when things wouldn't go right, they'd be like, well, everything happens for a reason. Like, they, they had something to lay back on. Like, yeah, and then it's like, it's no, like, you were smoking two bowls a day. It, like, exactly. <laughs> it's like, you, you didn't get that job because you're a piece of shit. Like, yeah. you, it's not right. like, well, it's everything for... Could have proofread your like, essay. No, yeah. It's <laughs> like, you could have, like, not had a coffee stain, you know, on your resume or something like that, or you shouldn't <laughs> drop the N-word in the in the... In the interview, right. like yeah. you know, just things like that. And it's like, to be fair, it was lobbyist <laughs> for Trump. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's it's one of those things where it, it always irked me with the idea of if if we are all set in the path to do this, then what's the point? Like, why if this is already laid out yeah. for us, why bother? Like, if this is all set to happen, what's the point of of going through all this? And obviously, we don't know. For sure, you know where it's supposed to be, or like how it's supposed to end. But I'm like, if someone, if something, or some sort of force like designed all that, it's like, man, what a what a useless life. And if that's the way it is, I'm like, I choose not to believe in it because I'm like, I'm not gonna sit there and things have happened where you're like, whoa, dude. Yeah. Like I ran into a guy in Disney World at this one specific spot. He was at, from my college. He had graduated a year ahead of me, and we just happened to be crossing the same path at the same time. And he's when I reached out and was like, hey. And I was like, what are the odds that you and I are here at the exact same time and we cross paths? It's called statistics. And it's like, boom, yeah. what? Didn't you see Moneyball? I have seen Moneyball. <laughs> Love that movie. Um, it's one of those things where I'm just like, you know, stuff like that. I'm like, that's coincidence. But a lot of people will look into that and be like, there's something greater in here. And I think it helps people to believe that. And I'm like, good for you. If that's what helps you get through your day and that makes you think like, you know what? There's something greater out there. That is is looking after me or is going to help me, you know, get through this. More so, be it. But for me, it's a more it's a more terrifying concept to be like you're on a track, and that's the way it is. Deal with it. What if it? Oh, go ahead. Oh, continue. I was going to say, what if it's not a? Uh, what if it's not so much of like? What if we loosen that a little bit okay. and go not so much of a hard fast like track that you're on, uh, or a predestined path that you're on, but it's more so that the universe. In an, and again, this is just spitballing. Yeah. The universe in and of itself 
is a uh, giant moving chess game. Mm-hmm. N- not an individual playing, like not a, a god-type figure playing chess, but the universe is constantly self-correcting. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's everything's moving. Like, And we're only seeing a micro microscopic level of that in our own little bubble wherever we are. Mm-hmm. But if we were to look exponentially larger, we can see that, you know, like... You know, plant, certain planets are running into each other for a reason. Some are missing each other. There's this and this. Other galaxies. There's other you know beings there. Other whatever type of life there, and it's all happening in the galaxy. The universe is just self. It's like nature. Sure. You know, you can't like there's there's the the whole adage that you just can't stop nature. Like you you burn something. You know, burn the forest down. It's going to grow back just as th- or twice as thick or whatever. Like same thing with shaving your pubes. You know, it grows back twice That's as thick. That's actually not true. That's false. Fuck you. Just saying. I have the pubes to prove it. Hey, I shave my head every other day. My hair's not growing back. Because you shave your head every other day. Yeah, shave your pubes every other day, then they don't grow back twice as fast. You shave your pubes every other day? No, I shave my head every other day. Uh. <laughs> you heard it here first. Every other Doug day, shaved. man, smooth. Jesse Kendall talked about shaving his pubes every other day on the hey, podcast. No, he talked about shaving other people's pubes. Oh, that's what it <laughs> that was. was that's he what was, it was. He kind of prefers the landing strip for himself, really. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's more of his manicure kind style. Kind of a bonsai tree look. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah, and he's just like a big fan of like no shaving cream. <laughs> Just like, like just raw, just like just pulling on it. Sometimes yeah. he likes to kind of soften it up by just plucking it. See, out that's first. the type of thing I say things. And I'm like, oh, I shouldn't. Say that. <laughs> <laughs> I like already I regret, see the regret that. Like, <laughs> I'm like, guys, can we like move away from this? I saw, <laughs> I saw the regret on your face as soon as you were saying it. You're like, and he's just, doesn't want to use shaving cream. But what about the thought though that that the universe is self correcting? I think that that makes sense. To yeah. Me. yeah, I like the idea. I feel like, well, like living life, a lot of it is reacting to things. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And it's just like you when something comes up, like if there's like you're trying to get a job and you don't get it, you like react like yeah. or if you get it, you react. You like sure. it sees the opportunity. If you don't get the opportunity, you like now what do you do? You do something else right. like you or you try another way to get that. Like, and you know that, why? Because everything happens for a reason. No. <laughs> you're like, no. no, fuck no. that. No, there are so many things that happen for no reason. Yeah, I know. I, that's a terrifying thought, I think, for a lot but of people. But I think it is a soothing idea. 100%. Where if you're you like, think, why am I going through all this pain? Yeah. It, because fate is so focused on the individual. Exactly. It's not like the fate, like, ever being like, oh, well, the fate of humanity is we're all going to die because of global warming. It's yeah. like, well, no, there were a lot of things we could have done. Uh, like, and again, I, I think you're right when you say this. A lot of this goes back to religion because the idea of, like, heaven and hell, if there is legitimately, like, if people were, dif- they told you at the end, there's nothing. You die and that's it. People may react differently in real life about how they do go about their regular day. Because like, none of this matters. If yeah. I'm not going anywhere, why do I need to be a good person? What's right. the point? I'll go do what I want and I die. Who gives a shit? Whereas the concept of like doing something good with a reward, an eternal reward, kind of like placates you. And the same thing with like fate. It's like, man, if, if there's something out there watching out for me and guiding me, there's something so much more calming about that than like, dude, I don't know. Shit's just thrown like atoms are hitting I, each I other. I feel like that that's an idea where it's like that bully on the playground who sees the teacher in the corner so they don't like push you off the structure. <laughs> and then the teacher's gone and they're like, hey, fuck you. And like push you off. It's like, why not just do it because you know it would hurt if someone pushed you off? Yeah. Like, why not just be like, Hey, you know what? We could have more fun if I didn't inflict pain on someone 100%. else. Like, because I've even—it's one of those things like, gr- you know, growing pains. Like, yeah. as you grow up, you make mistakes. You learn things like you shouldn't name an improv group IWA. <laughs> like, you learn <laughs> things as you go through life, and then you like you just adapt. Yeah, 
You, well, I, th- I think that's part of like just social nature amongst humans in general. It's like the there's you know the idea of don't kill other people because that's bad and we need to be safe. We need to be together. Like that's kind of like a, an unwritten rule amongst. Well, there's also a written rule about that, but it's kind of like a common thing like trust. Um, safety, like if we adopt these principles as a collective, we can live together and we can be better than by ourselves. And so like, it's kind of the same, like I, I, but at the same time, then we've grown up most of our lives with this thought of like, well, where do we go when we die? And if we're better then if we're good, then there's this reward at the end of uh, end of it. And I think that's, that helps people more along the line. So I think that also Mm -hmm. feeds in with the fact that if there's something out there guiding my actions or guiding my life, then that's way more comforting than just like, oh no, man, we're all floating out here in, in space. I, I think the big thing is people don't realize it's easy when you're like a decent person to forget that people who do awful things feel the pain of that during life. That's actually true, right? It's like, hard to imagine those people feeling pain because they've done so many. Horrible and and things. they right, always right. like, and then you're like, wait, but he has millions of dollars, like because yeah. he exploited human beings. Like, sure. right. what an awful person. But then you never see them, and you see them, like, on TV or something. It's the type of thing where, like, have you ever, like, imagined, like, Donald Trump by himself? That's a really good point. Where it's, like, and it's something where he's so delusional, it's probably, like, part of him, like, being, like, like, I'm awesome, whatever. But then you know it's, like, he has to have moments where he just, like, sits down. He's a human being. No one's around him, and he's just, like... I'm so full of shit. But does he, though? Because I feel like, isn't he, like, I think he might be so narcissistic and so in his own world that he doesn't, like, he sits down and goes, crushed it today. He sits down with himself and goes, I crushed it today. Well, I think it's easy to, here's, I think, here's another thing where it's like, with Donald Trump, what's weird about him is, it's like, do you know George Wallace at all? He was like a governor in the South during segregation. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And he's like, um... Bulldog um, Wallace or whatever they called it. It was like segregation now, segregation forever, I think was like yeah. the phrase of it. Right. Um, and he's a guy who like, he got so much attention for promoting segregation because people wanted that. Like people, like a majority of people in the state were like, no, races are different. We shouldn't, like black people shouldn't be able to drink from the same water fountain as us. Yeah. Like that was like popular opinion or at least it was a a big enough opinion where he was getting reelected on that platform. Mm -hmm. Right. But before that he was, um, he was like a Democrat. Mm -hmm. Like he was like very like liberal and like, or not very liberal, but he at least was like moderate. Mm -hmm. And then he realized he could get more attention, more positive feedback from saying awful things. Yeah. So it is like, they're looking for that reward of positive feedback. I get more attention if I talk like this Instead of actually trying to like solve a problem or help people, yeah. So it, it's just a very it's like a. I know exactly what you're saying. Like at the end of the day, he has to face himself. Like there's those moments. Like like if people weren't cheering for Trump, he wouldn't be saying what he's saying. No, no. I mean, he's. I think he's an asshole, but he is also a human being. I know yeah. it, he. There's a point where he, he's going to feel scared. He's gonna he's gonna cry. He's gonna be nervous. He's gonna have doubt. He's gonna be in his head. And I don't. We obviously don't see that, and we don't see a lot of that stuff from most political candidates or celebrities or things like that because there's this suit of armor right. they put on, and that's the kind of stuff that a little side tangent. I'm happy about with social media nowadays because a lot of that is coming down with politicians and people, public figures, because almost to a fault because people look at them and be like, "This guy's not perfect." 
Yeah. It's like, yeah, you know what? He's a fucking human being. Right. Of course he's not perfect. Yes, this person is never going to say the perfect thing in all situations. In some private dining fundraising thing, he may say one sentence that, taken out of context, is going to sound fucking insane and insensitive, and someone's going to be like, he said this. It's like, you go through your life and tell me when you didn't say something fucking stupid. Absolutely. Yeah. Fucking stupid, yeah. and then have that broadcast to the world where someone's going to be like, I don't like him being our leader. He said this. You know, this guy was getting jerked off with... You know, razor elbows, like at a strip club. Like the audience ate it up. All right, <laughs> all five of them. <laughs> There's a reason we kept doing it because they were laughing. They were laughing at it. Yeah. Keep going, it, guys. It was keep funny. Going. I think it was a nine minute show. Yeah. But. but the thing is, when you continually say shit like that, 100 percent. It's it's well, like, oh no, that's that's not. I mean, it's not. Oh, he had a, a moment. No, it's just he's a dick. Yeah, like he's no, a straight it's up dick. that the thing where more often than not. Bad behavior gets more attention than good behavior. Yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. I'm looking yeah. at kids. The same. That's how kids react. To that yeah. that's like when like I attention. when I like help someone like grabbing groceries from their car or something like or like helping someone like across the street something like that. I don't know the last time I've helped someone across the street, but something, <laughs> but something <laughs> in Miss, that vein. Can I walk you? are like, oh, I'm sorry. Can I like or like yeah, hold yeah. the door on yeah. something for yeah. someone? And then they say thank you, and that's it. Yeah. And then you look around and you're like. So like, should I tweet this? Like, <laughs> like what? Why? No one saw this happen. And it's one of those things where I you're like, why did I do this? Right. And then you're like, oh, because it's just like felt good. Yeah. Right. Like, absolutely. The, I know. I don't know if I do it every day, but I try. My attempt at like having a philosophy on life is like just treat everyone else like they might be having a bad day. That's a good. That's way a good way to look at it. Yeah. Right. And it's like because we've all had shitty days. Like we've all cried on the train. Yeah. Like just so, when someone else is crying on the train, I'm like. I'm going to give you some space because the last thing you want someone – like, for me personally, I'm like, the last thing I want is someone coming up. A stranger like, coming up, and yeah. And being like, hey, that might be shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> hopefully it's blood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Let's hope that this is blood here. What do you say? But, huh? um, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> you know what cheers me up on a bad day? Mm. The throwdown. Oh, before we do that, oh, can yeah. I read a couple of these things? Oh, make yeah, it quick. the fate one. Yeah. Okay, Let's, we need to wrap this up. Don't Let's worry. make it quick. Yeah, well, no we're worries. not doing Joe Rogan length? No, here we go. I was like, uh, here we go. This is one of my favorite ones. I was watching a YouTube. This is someone who's for fate. I was watching a YouTube video about traffic collisions in Russia. There was a. All right. I think I have too. I'm on board. (laughs) Let's read that again. I was watching a YouTube video about traffic collisions in Russia. There was a scene which a catchy song was in the background. I looked through over 100 Russian pop videos and couldn't find it. I went to an, uh, an online Russian radio station playing 80s pop music. That song played after a few minutes of tuning into that station. And the person knew Fate. Russian? <laughs> Fate. Fate. Like, and knew Russian. Right. <laughs> like to- and they were listening to a Russian pop station. 80s yeah. station? Right. Uh, like that Wait, story- so that was, that was like before the wall came down. <laughs> like that story is manufactured. <laughs> that story has so many elements. I'm so much more curious about like... <laughs> Did they list what the song was, or did they tell that story and not list the song? They didn't list. They didn't list any songs. Manufactured, um, not fate. Um, I'll just read one more, and then we can go on from there. This it says. Um, what was the good one you were talking? That was about? Yeah, that, yeah. Was that, that was the yeah. good one. That okay, was like, that is a pretty good one. Yeah. I was like, I believe in fate because I was looking to find a, mu- a song and I couldn't. And then I turned on a radio station. And I found it. Fate's real. Um, well, how are you disputing that though? I, I feel like that's fate, Doug. <laughs> that's fate. You know, you finally stop found being it. a dick. Uh, I have believed in this way since I was a teenager. I still believe this 30 years later. I've never identified a moment where I could make a decision using free will. 
Okay. I've never identified a moment where I could make a decision using free will. Okay. 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 Also, never learned grammar. <laughs> yeah, some of these are terrible. My preferences and desires are still all consequences from my genes and, in general, from my past life. I don't know what that means. Do I want chocolate? No, since I just ate enough. Who would I vote? <laughs> what? That's, that statement. No, continue, do I want chocolate? I, I, I feel like I might write that in a statement. <laughs> like It's like, do I want chocolate? No, I ate enough. Oh, back to this thing about fate. <laughs> who, who would I vote in the election? Most influenced by family background and social status. People don't decide that they want to be criminals. They have usually very bad lives in which they are not in control. They are victims. And they sum it up with, with, for me, fate is a positive thing. Even I'm by nature a perfectionist, I don't have to worry too much about things. I'm always doing my best, even if I'm feeling lazy. What can I do? It's one of those days. Oh, my. That person made, like, no point <laughs> in that. Like, they they like, jumped I believe through. in fate. Chocolate? <laughs> and I'm having a lazy Sunday. Like, <laughs> there wasn't, like, a good... Oh, criminals? Eh, they're they, they they're have victims. A, they're the yeah, real victims. They can't not rob that bank because they're from a poor community. Like Jesus, <laughs> it was just a random like. I, there's there was a couple more, but those two were like my favorites. Where I was like, Jesus Christ! I was like, I can't remember any situation where I've ever done anything uh, with free will. I'm like really? I I mean, yeah, there was no no. Con- no continuity to anything that person wrote. Yep. I love that. It's like, what are you going to do? Just having one of those days. Like, what? Are, what, is, what, what, what are those days? What? He, I think he chose not to eat chocolate in it. <laughs> I think that's Isn't the, the, that like... That was like embedded in there. That was really what it was all about. Should I like, eat chocolate? <laughs> no, I ate enough already. Fate. <laughs> that was fate that I had. We need to that, I, that I ate 2,000 ca- <laughs> calories. We need to put that on a shirt or a bumper sticker. It's like... Dude, should I eat more chocolate? No, I ate enough already. Realistically, it would sell more if you said yeah. <laughs> People love shirts that talk about overeating or of being like, being like, uh, yes, I'll have another or something <laughs> like that. Too much chocolate? Never heard of it. Say hashtag send no one ever. Fate. Mm. Hashtag fate. Hashtag fate. <laughs> we need to start hashtagging fate on every social media post we put. There we every go. single fate. thing. Hashtag Hopefully fate. that'll be something that goes from this podcast forward. Uh, Guys, we, let's get can, this can, trending. Get it trending. Uh, hashtag fate speech. <laughs> fate speech. Yes. Oh my Talk God. about Trump and fate speech. <laughs> Hashtag fate speech. Guys, get that. Please get that trending. That would be awesome. Uh, To my mom and girlfriend who listened to this. (laughs) Get that trending. Get it it going, guys. (laughs) If they got this far. (laughs) If you guys made it this far, uh, go do some stuff for us. You know, Drew, our super fan, Wayne. Yes, Wayne. You got a super fan named Wayne? We do. That sounds... Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Sam. There's, there's a bunch of stuff on this podcast that he'll, he will refute. Yeah. Isn't it crazy to think Wayne's World would have been a, about a podcast these days? <laughs> You're right. Absolutely. Like if it was 100%. Wayne, it would have, yeah. Or it would have been a, a YouTube channel. Yeah. Yeah. A YouTube yeah. channel. Yeah. yeah. Guys, I'm glad we came to that. I'm also glad we came to the Throwdown. There you go. Every week he gives me a different song. Yeah. So I was going to do something. Song? I guess. That was a song. That was a Doug song. I was going to do two superheroes, but I'm scrapping that in lieu of the conversation we've had. And I think it would be fun to do a throwdown okay. between uh, Donald Trump oh God. and Ted Cruz. Like a legitimate fisticuff. <sighs> a legitimate fisticuff throwdown. 
Uh, Trump. Cruz looks like the kind of guy that would have a knife in his boot, and he'd only take it out, and he wouldn't return it unless he spilled blood. He could stab you with his nose. Yeah. He doesn't need a knife. Trump's definitely got the size, but Cruz has but got he's that. got those tiny hands. <laughs> like, what's he going to do with those things? How uh, big are his hands? Has anyone <laughs> sta- I know every like, I've talked about his hands a lot, and I guess the size of his dick, like the most of any presidential candidate I've talked about ever. Oh, like, have you ever, was a little side note, Lyndon B. Johnson, you, got, you ever hear that little thing he did when he talked to a tailor about, like, getting his, his uh, dress pants made and talking about his frank and beans and stuff to this tailor? You guys did I talking hear, about his I feel Lyndon like B. Johnson? I might have heard that. It's on YouTube. It's fucking okay. hilarious. He, the President of the United States calls some tailor. It's talking about him, like, making his pants, and he's just, like, obnoxiously just forward with him. He's like, right. now you got to take sure, make take care, because, you know, I need to make sure I got some air down there by my, by my giblets. I gotta make sure that that's a very childish thing, like giblets. saying like stinky or like poop. He, it's like he, it's talking, not just being like, okay, so like, um, can you like make sure you make it fit around my genitals? Like, it, like genitals probably not the best word choice, right. yeah. but like it's, so it's, just being like, yeah. So I'm give a me guy, room in the crotch. Yeah, can you make sure my crotch has space because yeah. yeah, I'm wearing these? He pants. uses like some euphemisms and stuff for his dick, and it's just like it's fucking hilarious. So guys, go watch so, it. So Lyndon B. Johnson's dick versus Trump <laughs> versus Cruz. Uh, I'm going Johnson's. Dick. I'm going go LBJ's J. Dude, that, if you get that to say dick. Johnson's dick, like <laughs> telling you, that, man, that wins just on. Oh like, my god, that's that's amazing. Or innuendos about his dick, right? Of, of and obviously, it's got pants tailored for it. So I mean, it's it's living the life it's already. One hundred percent, ready to rock and roll. If I had to go back for Cruz and, and Trump, I really think I would give it to Cruz. Really, he just looks like that guy. That's like you're gonna you're gonna just underestimate him. And he's going to come out like a wild fucking animal. Basically. I feel like that's based on, like, if I saw a cruise at a bar, I'd be like, hey, like, to my girlfriend, like, don't speak to that guy. Yeah. Right. That like, guy's the guy that's going to snap. Like, like he's the reason we live in a rape culture. <laughs> that was a little, a little dark. Hey, <laughs> but, cover, uh, cover your drink if you're going <laughs> to like Holy or he shit. just he, like, remind, he reminds you you live in a yeah, culture, like, a rape absolutely. culture where you're like, you're like Oh God! This night could go horribly yeah. wrong. Let's think, make a choice so it doesn't. He's like, got a glass jaw. Bottom line, he would Trump would smack him with a bag of money, and he would just fold. I think the problem too is that Trump is so loud and boisterous that I, I yeah. think he's full of shit. So I think he would probably crumble really easily. I just I, that's too boisterous and bravado yeah. for me to believe that he's even See, remotely. A I badass. feel like he's rocking the like Muhammad Ali angle in it. Sure, where like you talk so much, and then it's like. Because Cruz isn't a like performer, and no. you just get in his head. Because everyone's like, Trump's saying he'll do this, this, and that to you. Like, what do you say right. to that? And he's like, well, it's going to be a good fight. And it's like, no, <laughs> but like Trump said, he's going to like destroy you with like, yeah. like a two by four or something. Like, yeah. what? You, well, no, we're not you, allowed to use two by fours. Can like, I say the true winner of this? Who's that? John Kasich sneaks up behind both of them, stabs him at the base of the spine. <laughs> That's <laughs> great. That'd be great. Done. With an ice yeah. pick. What is that? Like yeah. a departed ending. <laughs> Then it just That's goes it. to a rat. <laughs> <laughs> just Sarah, Sarah, Sarah Palin crawling across <laughs> the, the like, debate stage. Yeah. She's just. <laughs> I like that. Oh, boy. Kids whiskers pop out. <laughs> oh, awesome. my God. I love it. That was a great way to end that. Well done, gentlemen. Uh, Tony, thank you so much. Thank you so for much for having here. me. This was fun. Dude. It was, was yeah. goddamn amazing. Do you have anything you want to plug? Anything you want to promote? Um, right now, every Saturday night at Second City, um, look up Dump Truck. We're part of the Severn Dart graduate program. Our time's going to be switching. Um, check that. We'll put a link and to check it on it, our website. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a link for it so you know the exact time. Um, I have a Twitter. Um, nice. At 
fake Tony Mac. Nice. Um, and then I'll also give him the information to cool. post on it. Um, and like, guys, if you can find a good uh, video of like Russian accidents. <laughs> <laughs> Send it There's your actually way. a surprising amount of those, like a large amount. Of Everyone those. in Russia drives with a dash cam. Though. Yeah, because there's yeah. so many accidents, Dude. like for instance, for insurance. I thought that was only used in like themed pornography videos. <laughs> <laughs> nope, but I guess it's inspired by real life. Yeah, yeah. there's so many accidents. That's how it goes. It's fate. Well, uh, and let me know that '80s Russian song <laughs> and if it had anything to do with the wall getting torn down. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Um, you guys, uh, also, Class Act. Uh, we have a website now, uh, classactimprov.com. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Congrats. That's a huge step making a right. website for an improv group. Right. It's a huge step. It means we are committed to I was going to say, that's like proposing. Well, yeah. We yeah. Like much- Facebook page, easy move. Like Website is like official. It's official. We are officially together. Uh, you can check out our shows, uh, links uh, to uh, photos and all that sort of stuff. You can also find us on Facebook. Just look up Class Act with a period. Because there's another class act on there. I haven't been saying that all along. But you can find us, class act with a period. And Justin has a website. Find me online, justinstrandlin.com, where you can listen to this podcast as well as the other one I do with Milos every uh, Monday. It is. Uh, it's called The Best Bar Podcast Ever. Also on Twitter and Instagram, at Justin underscore Michael is where you can find me. While you're in the online realm, uh, head on over to, uh, well, if you're in Facebook, uh, you can find Mind Gap Podcast over yes. there as well. And, uh, um, Subscribe to us and review us on iTunes and let us know if there's a topic you guys want us to cover uh, or if you have someone interesting that you want to be on the podcast because uh, that's how we roll. You We're can request me true. again. Yeah, oh, you're always right. welcome back. We're, you know hashtag what we'll do? fate. Right now, <laughs> hashtag fate speech. What we're going to do it. right now, we're going to have, we're gonna have a uh, – I'm opening up the, the voting to uh, who do you want us to have on next? Who do you want us to have on again first? Jesse Kendall. Yeah, the guy who Tony shaves McNamara. pubes without shaving cream, <laughs> or, or Tony. Tony McNamara. All right, so you guys can, uh, or let you us can know. vote for us being on the same podcast. Yeah, and or we can bring you both in if, for a debate. If that's it, that's what we're doing. Um, we're doing. I'm it. so down. We're doing it. <laughs> and you're good. I hope you have a third mic, <laughs> a fourth mic. Oh, we'll bring one. Don't worry. Don't. I will not share. <laughs> we will mic not with let Jesse. you two share. I will not share a mic with Jesse. <laughs> I'm ravenous. All right, guys. Thanks so much. We love it. We'll see you next week. Bye. Mind Gap Podcast.